0: Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and today I'm just going to be talking about things that I'm watching and reading and doing. Uh, I'm not going to go on too long. It's Saturday. I'm a little bit tired. I fell asleep watching uh, New One-Armed Swordsman last night, so I'm uh, I'm a little bit groggy. Um, uh, it was a little bit, you know, I, I have this habit. I tend to watch movies after I pick my wife up from work, and at that point in the day, I'm usually pretty tired, and, and so... If I start something at ten thirty, there's a really good chance that I'll fall asleep midway through, and this happens all the time when I'm watching Wushu movies. And I usually end up watching them the next day, and I have to start them over from the beginning because I want to get all the full context. Um, uh, so I was watching one uh, new one-armed swordsman, fell asleep, uh, and and I still feel pretty groggy. But uh, but this week I've been kind of watching things that I've seen before. I've been re-watching stuff, and. One of the ones that one of the shows that I decided to rewatch because it's on Netflix is Ice Fantasy. Now I hadn't seen the whole thing of Ice Fantasy because I wasn't that into it when it first came out. It came out and I watched it on Vicky, and I just wasn't really feeling it. I mean, it looked great, but I think at the time I wasn't really sure what kind of show it was because I just knew it was called Ice Fantasy and I saw some stills of it and I might have heard a few, you know, like seen some things on some blogs, but. I, I wasn't. I wasn't really sure what the series was. Was it? Did, were there going to be wuxia elements? Was it going to be, you know, uh, Sha? Was it going to be like Western fantasy? Like I didn't really know. And it kind of dawned on me as I was watching it that it was, it was sort of like a Chinese drama that was inspired by stuff like Game of Thrones, and and so at least that's what it looked like to me, and and so. I don't know that's that's not you know that, I, that you know one of the reasons why I watch Chinese drama series is because they offer something different than, than what I'm uh, than what I'm you know used to getting from HBO and stuff like that so I just wasn't feeling it quite as much but I went back and I started watching it again yesterday and I realized that uh, that is actually kind of an interesting take on on fantasy and 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 it can, and, and it just held more appeal for me the second time around maybe part of that was, I wasn't bringing in this sort of evaluation of is this fantasy or Wuxia or shansha like I, I just was watching it and enjoying it and um, and so I've been enjoying it this second time around I only got through the first episode uh, so you know I mean I kind of and I obviously I know what happens at the beginning of the series but um, but I want to watch I, I wanted to start over I didn't want to pick up where I left off I wanted to re-experience the whole thing so I'm gonna watch through all the episodes I've seen before and then I'll just continue. And I'll hopefully keep you updated as that happens, um, and and let you know if my thoughts of the show change, you know, etc. Uh, one thing that I really like about the show, and I, I like this when I first saw it too, um, but uh, it still didn't change my evaluation of it at the time. But the uh, there's an opening sequence where the uh, the Ice Prince is uh, at a battle, and he's on like a icy island, and there's all these birds just crashing into the wall and leaving blood everywhere, and I like that it opens that way because you're immediately wondering, well, what's the deal with these birds and, you know, what led up to this, obviously, and then it seems to go back and, and to, to a period before the conflict, um, at least that's what I'm assuming, uh, unless they were going forward in time, but I'm assuming this is, this is a peak at what's to come, and then they go back, and, uh, and so, um, uh so I, I just found that very it's very puzzling when you first see it and it really grabs your attention i thought that was well done the cg is really well done too a lot of these shows sometimes the cg isn't so well done this one the cg was pretty believable uh at the very beginning it had a very, you know i thought the cg was effective at creating a, a fantasy environment um and cheng pei pei is in the movie and in the, in the show so that's a, um a, another you know good thing uh But yeah, so so again, uh, I I noticed that it was on Netflix and when I saw it, it was on Vicky. So I decided I'll, you know, I'll I'll start rewatching it. Um, I think it's good that this stuff is at least getting on there like I like. I remember I wrote to Netflix about a year ago. And I was like, when are you going to start putting Chinese television shows on? Because you've got a ton of Korean stuff, but there's all these great Chinese shows. And you have all the Chinese movies. You might as well put on some shows. And I remember they wrote me back saying that they kind of hinted that something like that might happen. So maybe they were thinking Ice Fantasy at the time. I don't know how long in advance these things are planned. Um, but you know i was a little i mean so when i first saw that ice fantasy was on there I was a little disappointed because i felt like there were other series that would be better suited to be on on netflix and i still kind of feel that way like i, I feel like legend of chin or nirvana and fire uh would be maybe if not better at least other shows that should be on there because i think if they on, only putting ice fantasy up uh doesn't give people the full sense of 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 what kind of shows are there you know you could have journey of flower uh you could have all you know these shows that are um that you know there's plenty of shows that are chinese drama that that have broad appeal it doesn't have to just be the ice fantasy so um you know there's a new one uh, legend to choose sin i think it's called it's doing pretty well i saw the first three or four episodes of that um and i'm probably going to go back to it and finish it but uh but yeah so uh uh, it's interesting though that it, they, I mean they are starting to get you know it's it, the the movies have been getting increasingly on these platforms but it's interesting to see the TV series um, you know hopefully hopefully that'll help drive some more interest in them and uh, and it'll mean better access because one of the problems is sometimes you'll hear about a great show and you won't know if you're going to be able to see it so like I know they're doing a new Legend of Condor Heroes and I haven't. I I went to go watch it on Vicky, and I got that thing that says "Zadia region." You can't watch it, which I've never seen before on Vicky. So I don't know if it's that they're just getting stricter about that stuff. It was a fan channel; it wasn't a, a licensed channel. So I think they're just sort of. I think on Vicky now, really, it's about the licensed channels, and those are what what you're going to be able to watch. Um, but they also did it for Heaven Sword Dragon Saber, which was disappointing because that's been on there forever, and. Uh, at least that's I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been on there forever, uh, so so I don't know. So hopefully, with Ice Fantasy coming onto Netflix, that means we might get more of these shows on these platforms, and we'll have better access to them. Because otherwise, your only option is to buy like a ninety dollar DVD, and you know not you, you do that for like a fifty episode series, and you get one you don't like. It's kind of sucks. So having the ability to to vet them before you watch them is always good. So. I don't know. I might do a. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I, I have a. I have a friend who lives in China. So, and and I've been meaning to have him on, and I'm gonna be talking to him about some other things. But I think maybe we'll talk about uh, uh, drama series, and I, I think it'll be interesting to get the perspective of somebody who lives over there. And and I, I just want to talk about sort of what's out there, what shows are maybe worth watching. There are some other people I might want to get on here too. Um, so we'll see. Uh, um so I'm also uh uh watching the uh 2003 Heaven Sword Dragon Saber again. I'm on episode 4. I I've seen it before. It's, it was really a big influence on wandering heroes of Og. I think it's a great I think it's a I, I really like this one. Um a lot of people uh that I talk to like the one from the 90s. Um but uh but this is the one that I I really really like. There's also one I think it was made in 2009 or 2008. Um uh, but, uh, but this one, um, with, uh, I think his name is Alex Su and Alyssa Chia as Xiaomin. This one is, is, is sort of the one that for me is kind of definitive and, um, uh, but it's interesting to me. Like I, i I think I've seen this series twice already and, and I still find myself, you know, forgetting details and being surprised when things happen or, uh, uh you know still having sort of that don't go in there kind of uh, suspense as I'm watching it um uh, but 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 really I, I I recommend watching heaven sword Dragon saber because there are so many movies that take elements of it if you you know you really I mean read the books but but if you don't you know at least watch the uh the condor heroes trilogy on series because I think that that'll that stuff comes up a lot in um in in different wuxia movies you know just for example uh you know one-armed swordsman is based on a on a brief uh section of return of condor heroes so it just it just helps i think to to be familiar with this stuff um but yeah so it's just you know I'm, i'm watching that i'm trying to recruit a family member to to watch it with me and we'll see how that goes it's a little bit Difficult, obviously. When you watch these shows, uh, at least for me, I find it's, I can get people to watch Wuxia movies with me. It's very rare that I can find people to watch a Wuxia series with me. So anybody that I do talk with about these shows are fans online, not uh, you know people that I know in my, my daily life. Uh, the only exception to that is I, I can occasionally get a family member to uh, to watch um, to watch. Uh, the series with me but again it's not like a, um a regular thing and it's it's it, 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 i i i think that uh um you know it it's it, you know this this time around i'm 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 going to i'm going to try to bring some more people in to watch this one cuz i want to get some other people's reactions so so the other thing that i've been doing is i've been reading a book called uh, law and order in sung china that's. Uh, I think it's really good. I did a podcast the other day on history in general that I'm gonna probably post pretty soon, but I, I like this book. Uh, I would recommend it to, to to anybody running a um a game that's you know anywhere near the vicinity of sort of Song Dynasty China. Um, it it, it really gets into some of the the nice details of how uh, uh, law enforcement was managed, how order was maintained, or so the divisions between. The military and the civil and what kind of officials were appointed where how many men they had under them you know where people were taken when they were arrested all that stuff uh is in this book it's it's quite handy uh it's a uh, it's a pretty old book it's kind of expensive to get if you want to actually buy it but you can probably get it in a local library fairly easily i think it's like 90 bucks if you're actually going to buy the book which is kind of a shame. I mean, I know that academic books kind of have to be priced up that high, but I think, I think, I almost, I sometimes believe that gamers alone could help sustain some of the sales of these books because we have such hefty need of them. Um, but, uh, but it's worth worth getting, and uh, at least worth taking out for the library. Uh, so that's something that I'm I'm reading now, and I'm really enjoying it. I uh, I also just read a book called. Um, commerce and society in song dynasty which which is another sort of kind of has some street level details of uh key daily life elements um and it's really helped me to to flesh out some of the 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 more mercantile stuff in my campaigns so i i i'm I'm really i really enjoyed that book uh and that one's pretty short it's much drier than the uh the uh law and order book but um and it's, and it's a translation from Japanese into English, and I think they leave out some sections. But it's, it's, it's worth checking out. I think the, the translator's name is Mark Elvin, and it was originally written by uh, Shiba Yoshinobu. Uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. And the, uh, the Law and Order book is written by Brian E. McKnight. So I, I, I'm enjoying them. Um, I have a couple other books I want to talk about, too, but I, I don't really have time to get to them today. Uh, and and I'll talk to them maybe next month while I'm mentioning another thing that we're doing. Uh, so for for my campaigns, uh, uh, you know, as I've uh, I've probably mentioned before, I have uh, three active campaigns that I run. Two of them are once a week. One of them is every other week, and I um I I I I, I have my Sunday game. And we'll be uh uh and, and my players are currently at a place called the city of D, which is sort of this post-apocalyptic city that I, I it's kind of loosely inspired uh by the the movie The Blade um and it's uh it, it's just this really like 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 order and I apologize one of my my uh, alarm things just went off um it 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 uh it it um. I'm sorry, what was this Oh, yeah, so so, City of D is, is is this place where order is kind of broken down. Criminals, you know, pretty much rule the place. But there, but a lot of the criminal organizations are powerful martial sects. So uh, so, there's just... And there's something going on in the city that uh, I don't want to really get into because, number one, my players don't really know what it is. And this is something that I'm going to be putting in one of our books, so I don't want to give too much away for any players that might be listening. But, uh, but the city... It has an unnatural attraction to violence and bloodshed, and anybody who lives there is, you know, intimately familiar with it. Uh, I also, I also used it as an opportunity to explore some of the different ways of organizing people and structuring, uh, you know, like like maintaining order. Uh, but I did it in a way to sort of so you know one of the cool things about this uh, this Law and Order book. Um, is it got it gets into the and I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong but there was a there's a number of uh, sort of uh, organized systems of uh, sort of you know like uh, informally training local populations to maintain uh, you know some kind of semblance of order and without without actually you know having real officials and 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 so one of them is called I think the bao Zha system and 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 then that one, communities are organized into bows um, now these were usually done supplementary to other uh, systems that might have been in place but the uh, the, the the benefit of the bow system is it, you know they sort of they you know like one person gets appointed to sort of oversee say like a hundred or a thousand households and that would be like the bow and then that might be further elaborated upon um, but the advantage of it is it's a it's kind of a money saver, um, but one of the disadvantages of it is you're training and arming, population, and you know in Song Dynasty especially they were always concerned about uh, anything like that, even their own police and their own um, military, sort of being turned against them, and you can just imagine if you're doing that to a population, there's a potential for for that to. To to stop being a, a law and order uh, maintainer and become something much more chaotic and uh, uh, dangerous, and so that's one of the things that I I sort of use that idea in D. Uh, so it's 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 got this u- unusual blend of a there's there's a kind of organization and a kind of structure to the place, but there's also just a lot of feuding and a lot of bloodshed, and there's there's also supernatural elements that help explain some of it. And, and so that's where my players are now. And one of the players who was pretty headstrong and I, and I still don't know if it was the character that, that thought he was invincible or if it was the player, but, but the player, the the character marched into the headquarters of a very large, powerful sect um, and, and just sort of belligerently challenged them to, uh, to, to do what he wanted, um, which was really entertaining for everybody at the table i think for the player as well but um but i'm still wondering whether whether the player or the character is the one who who is uh is invincible in this in the scenario so um but anyways he was captured and and so we're gonna see what happens with him this sunday he told me he has a really cunning plan to escape and so i'm curious what the plan is because uh this player is usually pretty resourceful and inventive so i think um I th- I think a you know a lot of times you know it, like it seemed like a hopeless situation and it very well might be the character might die the guy has a backup character because he was captured by a, a, you know it was, it was like him against thirty equally matched opponents and some other super powerful people that were well beyond his ability to handle um, so it was you know he was he was, he, he was captured uh, after you know kind of. Kind of pulling a um, a a Jimmy Wang Yu style uh, heroic last stand against them, Um, but uh, but now he's in in you know they got him in a holding cell and I'm curious what his uh, what his plan will be. Now some of the things in the system do make escape from those situations pretty feasible because there are martial techniques and stuff that he could use that would. Uh, if they don't have a way to prevent him from employing it, it could be a problem and they and he could escape. So it's not, it's not entirely, uh, beyond the realm of possibility that he gets out. But, uh, but I think, you know, he's, he's, it's a pretty dire situation. These are people who know how powerful he is and they're going to take what measures they can. So, um, so it should be interesting to see what happens. Um, so we're either going to get a, 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 heroic escape on Sunday or, or, uh, a, 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 a death and a new character uh, and we'll see how we'll see what happens so that's sort of what I'm working on and my my role today as I prepare for it uh, I have a few things I gotta prepare but one of the big things is I gotta really think through okay well what are they doing with him exactly what's their um, uh, what's their what you know what are the what measures are they taking and, and what you know like like how how done is he in their eyes How 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 how, how how much can this situation be salvaged and diplomacy restored? Because he does come from another sect in the city, and so you know if they kill him, then that you know could trigger an immediate conflict. So, uh, so so we'll see how it goes. Um, now in a related subject, something that I've been thinking about, and I know this podcast is already at twenty minutes, so I'm gonna try to I gotta wake up my wife for her uh, take her to work in a few minutes, so I'm gonna try to um go over this somewhat quickly but uh i'm preparing to do an online tournament where people make their most broken wandering heroes of ogre gate characters they can and compete them against each other and i'm even going to get like a trophy i'm going to get like a a, uh, i'm going to have two divisions i'm going to have sort of the you know uh regular standard division and then a division for anybody who's affiliated with bedrock so that nobody is in a situation where their character is competing against like one of the designers or something, and then it seems like there might be bias at play. So, uh, so we'll have two different divisions to sort of draw that that line and 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 keep bias in check. And and then I'm also going to have it's going to be like a like a regular martial arts tournament. So it's going to so I think we're going to have maybe instead of one ref for each fight, we have three judges. There might be a lead judge because it might be difficult to have three people sort of running the combat but I want to have three judges so that they all have to vote anytime there is a rules question anytime there is a dispute anytime uh, somebody tries to use a technique and it's not clear whether the technique should be used that way and and however they vote will stand and obviously a three to a three to zero vote is um, you know the least controversial a two to one might be more controversial so uh, but I, but I think that's a fairly good way to do it. Um, again, you know, I, I participated in a martial arts tournament, these are never perfect. You're, you know, it's always a judgment call, but the idea is to get it as fair as you can. So that's what I want to do here. And I'm still trying to decide if these are going to be individual one-on-one matches or if we're going to start it with like a four-on-four, and then, you know, the winners from that face each other until it's, it's you know, whittled down to one-on-one. Um, and I, and, I, and I, I don't quite know you know, how that's going to go. There's another aspect to it that I want to get into. I want to do, like, when I used to do uh, tournaments, one of the things people would do is before a match, they would sort of find out who was in your division and who you'd be facing. And you'd kind of try to psych out them. Like, you'd try to get your feel, like, you'd talk to them and try to find out what they, you know, like, what their skill level was, what their, uh, you know, and sort of size them up. But you'd also sometimes try to psych them out. Um, And I kind of want to, give people an opportunity to do that so there might be like an introducing your character phase where people can maybe try to psych other players out um maybe even role play a little bit to kind of get some of that uh you know uh, we'll, we'll see this is going to be the first one so i don't know i don't know exactly how it's going to function yet and it's it's mainly for fun i mean i'll put trophies in there as sort of a you know a, um you know to, to to make it more interesting but um but it's not, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, this is just our sort of first attempt at an online tournament for the game. And, um, and, and we'll see how it goes. And if, if anybody's interested in participating, let me know. Um, I, and if anybody wants to take the concept to like a game store, definitely let me know. Cause I, I would not mind that at all. Um, so the only other thing is I'm, uh, I'm at the tail end of Oak Gate Inn. I've been, um, I've, I've been, uh, sort of just finalizing the edits and and so i i just have to i just have about 30 more pages to sort of you know comb over and then i just need to go through and make sure all my stop stat blocks are in order and 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 we should be good to go um you know i'm i'm really i'm really liking how it looks so far i i still do uh you know we're still getting some of the maps in because uh i had to get a new mapper um but the maps that have been coming in look great so I think we are um, we are in a, a really good place with this one and then that'll that'll once I get that in the layout then I can focus on um, house of Paper shadows and 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 then from there war swarming beggars. so I'm gonna try to get these out. Um, I, I, I you know we did the sex of the Martial world so those so there's there's plenty of stuff for people that to chew on in the meantime and I'm still gonna be putting out the Glorious Death cult book the, which will be like the sixth sex of the martial world but i'm gonna probably delay that for a while i mean it's written but i don't want to um i i i i my my artists and mappers only have so much time so i really can't uh i can't uh I, i need to i need to schedule it around some of the stuff that they're working on and if i if i don't do it if i don't give them the time to work on these other books the other books will never get done so um so you might see uh glorious death cult in a in a, in a little while i don't know exactly when but that that'll be the next one that you'll see and then after glorious death you'll see uh ogre gate in released and um and and uh, hoping that'll be somewhat soon but we'll, but again you know we'll, it depends on how long the layout takes and all that stuff so um so yeah so so that's that's what i'm working on what i'm watching uh and and uh i it's 25 minutes now so i will let you go and talk to you later